0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Night edition of the pajama party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir. How about that?
2: Happy Friday.
1: Woo!
0: Ah hey, hey, hey,
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> <You> okay. <laughs> what the hell are y'all gotten into tonight?
1: Mm. Well, comes in a little plastic bag. So it's okay. Okay by
3: all okay about that. Happy Friday. How are you doing tonight, Kev? I can't complain. It's been a rough one today, but I'm getting through it. <laughs> well, this drink it'll be over, over at 12.01. Yeah.
1: 12.01, it'll be over. Now,
3: don't worry okay. about it. Okay. All right. Anything we, we can do to help, help you, help let us know. Oh, all yeah. right, appreciate that. Yeah. So uh, how are you guys doing? How you
1: all doing? Everything is cool, you know. Good the to go. The, the sheep's are in the middle, The cows are in the corn. The forks hanging out with the spoons. So everything is cool. Oh man. Uh, okay.
3: Are you farming the day or the night?
2: What the hell? <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm not.
3: Yeah. It would sound that way. All
4: yeah.
2: right. So what's our? Everything? Yeah. Uh what's our opening topic tonight, Papa Didi? Opening
1: topic tonight is the fact that um, look at mm. here. White folks about to raise hell in D.C. tomorrow. Uh-uh. Say, oh, it's going to be peaceful. It's going to be peaceful. The question tonight for the panel is that do you think that the Me Too movement or not Me Too movement, Black Lives Matter or anything I do with blackness, do you think we should even show up at all to this crap?
2: My opinion is
1: no. Some people think they need to, you know, put their staple in to stand up against opposition, but do you think that, well, we, we haven't got to the, to your turn yet, Redwood. Oh, women. I'm so sorry. Slow your roll, girlfriend. Anyway,
0: That's the question true. of the
1: night for the panel is the open question. Do you think Black Lives Matter should even show up to this situation tomorrow where the right wing people are going to be out there marching to defend the people that attacked the Capitol? Do you think we should even show up? That's the question. Red one, now you can speak. How do you feel about that?
2: I think, no, they shouldn't. But I feel that way a lot about a lot of these different protests. If somebody's going to do something in terms of speaking or protesting about how they feel, I just always feel like why do people feel the need to counter protest? Let them just go and do their thing. Because it seems to me that you just give more attention To whatever their position is If you don't agree with it Then just leave it alone Don't go out there Don't add to it You don't need to be counter protesting Let them do whatever they're going to do And let it be over So that if some mess goes down It has nothing to do with us And that's my point of view
1: Okay Kettle How do you weigh on that situation?
3: Um I'm kind of on the fence, as usual. (laughs) Maybe I'll get off the (laughs) fence soon. (laughs) That's your
1: middle middle name, Yeah, on the fence. Uh, Capital on the fence.
3: fence. Um, Mandrel fence walk. I I, I don't know. One hand, I don't feel like it's our place to be there. And, um, I mean, but if that's your thing, I say go for it. You know, that's why I'm kind of on the fence. Um, I'm I'm not pro this or pro that or say don't do it or you should. I, look, I'm, I'm I'm baffled. I'm just uh, on the fence, like I said. I'm not sure. <laughs> mm. uh, so. But like I said, if that's your thing, I'm not going to knock it. I don't knock anybody's thing. You want to go down there and protest? And, I mean, who, who, who's to say that those uh, security and police, they may go after us more than our counterparts, you know, is in the whites. So, you know, on one hand, maybe we don't need to be down there, you know, to back up, back that thing up, you know. Yeah. Exactly. What do you think, Papa Didi? Mm.
1: Well, you know what? First of all, I I just want to say, first of all, that both of y'all make very valid points, and and I'm, you know, I'm not, I wouldn't, I would never call myself a fence person, because I'm either in for a penny or in for a pound but on on red wines thing i I agree the fact that sometimes we just shouldn't show up, but on the other level, some groups are just like black lives Matter. they're on the ready, you know they're on the ready whenever somebody sparks up something, they're on the ready, and like you said, Kettle, some people just ready, you know what I mean a uniform just like the fireman when he's about to go fight a fire, he jumps in his pants and his pants is all, the pants leg is already in the boots. And when you pull the boots up, the boots is already connected to the pants, already connected to the suspenders that go around you, and then you put on the big jacket and the helmet. And you know, Black Lives Matter could already be on the ready. So if they're on the ready, then then God bless them. You know, go with God's feet, go with God's strength, go with God's safety. And 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 uh, you know because one thing I must say about these these white folks and these all well he sometimes had a couple stupid negroes in that crowd with them white folks but mm-hmm. this is mostly white folks they crazy as hell they're thinking metabolism is not only completely backwards but they're living a life where they're trying to go with the Swastikas and they're worrying about who won the Civil War over a hundred years ago or who's taking down statues of Robert E Lee. They got crap on their mind that is so destitute and so oh my God, ignorance is bliss with they ass, you know. And they're on a, they're on a, on a short cycle, you know. When somebody gets a short tape and they keep playing the tape over and over again, they're living on the same crap their racist ass grandfather told them 150 years ago, and it's just so sad. But my answer question to the whole situation is the fact that in 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 agreement with both of you with Red Wine. That we shouldn't show up, but we don't need to show up. Just like bad weather, don't go out if you have to. And like you said, Kettle, sometime the Black Lives Matter and different groups that are opposing these groups are on the ready. They got their garages and their their buildings and their lots, and they got the posters and the signs, and they're ready. That's what they do. So anybody that's going to go out there to counteract this situation tomorrow, God bless you in every aspect of it. Be safe.
2: Watch your back.
1: Watch your back. I did.
2: Watch the cops.
1: Them white folks are some tricky. They're tricky dicks, honey. They're tricky
2: dicks.
1: (laughs) They're tricky dicks. Their dick is curved, honey. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Anyway. We'll be there. All
2: right. (coughs) Well, Kettle, you ready for the
3: rundown? Yes, I am. Um, I wanted uh, Papa to get off his box first. <laughs> oh, damn.
2: Oh, you really <laughs> want it. It is tricky.
1: Uh, I'll be beating my ass. I, I can't. I can't move no, with y'all.
3: No, you can say before, you know, your segment. So uh, we're going to get into the hot hot <laughs> topics. But. Damn. <laughs> but I agree. Oh, they my. tricky. They tricky. Yeah, they got yeah. tricks. Tricky,
2: tricky.
3: Tricks are not um, just for kids. All right. All right. Uh, hot topic tonight. Justice for J6, <laughs> up to 700 people to attend. Also, Simone uh, Biles, elite gymnast, blast FBI over failing to stop Larry Nazer, abuser. And black people are about to be swept aside for S.C. Freeway again. Here we go again. Uh, hit and Quitted Headlines, SpaceX launches four amateurs on private earth circling uh, trips. Also California officials announced reforms to recall. And uh Pittsburgh CBP officer seized fake COVID vaccine cards. That again, huh? Also tour from um, the tour bus are also, women's only um undergrad ends in, in at Mills as college merges with Boston School and students fight back against a book ban in PA. Uh cocktail of the week, uh, that's a surprise. Um also what's pop with papa D. Get you up know, back in your soapbox. Uh weird news. Woolies could walk the earth again. Okay. Also, astronaut body fluids and space dust can be used to build homes on Mars. And scientists potty train cows to use Mulu, no bull. Okay. I'm just saying with red wine, it's getting rough. Living for the city with Papa Diddy, my Hollywood wrap-up. Also, the kiss of lips and the last word. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with the Hot Topics.
2: Hey, this is Red wine Just doing a few promos for the Pajama Party Adult Online Radio Talk Show. You know how we do it: PJs only, no clothes allowed. And I was just trying to
0: get this done.
1: Hey, Red are you talking about the pajama party where we talk about hot topics, mood reviews, living for the city, and then we put a what's poppin' with me, eating. eating. I know you yeah,
3: guys are well. doing this part without me. Show with the yellow top. Did you tell everybody that um, they can reach us at apajamaparty.com or call us live? 914-803-4306. Check us out on Twitter. And don't
2: forget to get to this. Okay, now is the time for me to sing. Oh, beep, beep, no, beep, beep, no. beep. we don't have don't to sit out oh, all that. Let's
0: get back to...
1: You. Right, welcome back to John Party 1 Hills Papa Didi. I'm here with uh, Kettle and Red Wine.
0: Bonsoir, darling.
1: All right. You there, Hello. Kettle?
0: Sorry. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, you look like you fell off for a minute. Are you okay? <laughs>
3: I'm
1: fine. Thank you. Did you see your knees or anything? You need a band-aid?
3: <laughs> <laughs> that looks great.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: All right, well let's get into these hot topics. Papa Didi, you're up first.
1: All right, this is called the J6. This is this is what the uh, right wing people have named it, the J6 situation tomorrow, where they're going to go out and uh, protest the people that violated the Capitol. Now, you know, why do you violate the Capitol? First of all, is the question. This is a sacred building. It's been around long, and then people've been living. And these are gonna bust the windows like they modern day, you know, whatever. I guess they felt like. I mean, you, you're going to talk about every race of people, black people, Spanish people that are crooks and robberies and burglars. And you end up doing the same shit that the people that you move to these exclusive neighborhoods that you hate are doing, and you're just like them. So anyway, justice for J6 is up to – they they claim that 700 people, I'm sure it'll be 5,000. I don't know who came up with that little lame-ass number, 700. Give me a break. When these white folks come out to protest, they come out in number – They come out from all over the planet, okay? All over. 700? That's bull. Don't even listen to that number. They're to attend this uh, J-6 rally Saturday, which is uh, tomorrow, and they build the fence around the Capitol to protect it, but they'll knock that damn thing down if they want to. Okay, here's the story. Up to 700 people are expected to attend Saturday's justice for J-6 rally in Washington, D.C. in support of those who rioted at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. A significant smaller number than the tens of thousands who came to the, the day to protest in 2000 uh to, the protest of 2020 presidential election that's crap the same amount of people are going to be there in my opinion okay uh melissa sylvina she's the deputy undersecretary of intelligence enterprise readiness said tuesday that we have learned a lot since january 6th well thank you for paying attention honey anyway the senior <laughs> intelligence officer who was appearing at the Homeland Security Enterprise Forum, noted the DHS is uh, tracking hotel reservations across the United States to gauge turnout and more than a dozen rallies orchestrated by uh, what's called Look Ahead America, the organization behind the Justice Six situation that's going on. Now look out for that name. It's called Look Ahead America. That's what the white folks have deemed their title to be for this situation. J6, look ahead, America. All right? You see that shit? Go the other way. Anyway, uh, nevertheless, uh, law enforcement and Homeland Security officials anticipate demonstrators with other uh, agendas that they may show up on Sunday being armed and have other agendas and other situations in mind. Okay? Anything is possible, and it will truly be controversy. Okay? Okay? And uh, they said that it could be very uh, extreme at some point. So anybody that does not need to be there, counter counter affairs are not recommended. This is what the Homeland Security is recommending, like we talked about earlier. If you're a Black Lives Matter, they recommend you do not show up because these jokers are coming. they mad. they pissed off. They're arrogant. Remember, one of the young ladies in their situation was shot and killed. So they're pissed off about that. You know, these white folks got a lot of undercover crap on their mind. You know what I'm saying? They just, they're full of hatred. They're hatred. Half of them, half of them radical men that lost their wives, lost their children through divorce because they went radical and their the wife was normal. So they a lot of them are fucked up because, you know, they they they, they lost their, their marriages and things like that. That's what I believe. But anyway, in a nutshell, make a long story short with all this. If you don't have to be at that rally tomorrow, don't be there. You know, it's, it's something that they're trying to do to come back and combat this. And why would you come back anywhere that you destroyed the last time? Damn, you got big-ass balls between your legs. So what are you going to do? Yeah, it is. So, but you're welcome to call us and comment on it, 914-803-4306. And press 1. And press 1. If you got a comment about this crap, know that uh, these jokers got big kahunas. You know, they they took it to the stage on January 6th, and now they're coming back on, what, 18th of uh, September. Right. You know, nine months later, they're saying, you know, fuck it, we back.
2: So their issue is that they feel that the people who were arrested for violating the Capitol should not be arrested.
1: wrongly accused.
2: Wrongly arrested. Trump
1: is saying that these are fine people. Trump is full of shit, too. His old ass is crazy as hell.
2: He's still so, trying to fight to get some of these election results turned over.
1: Yeah, well, and how lame is that? Yeah, it's just, it's just a mess. That
2: is lame.
1: But um like I said throughout the show if you got a comment about anything, call in and talk about it. Get off, you know, get off your uh off your chest and out your mouth and um, talk about
2: it. Well, I won't be there. As I said at the top of the hour. I will not be there. Cattle, you going down there tomorrow?
0: Cattle.
2: Uh-oh. cattle fell off her stool again.
0: Okay. All right. Well, All right.
2: Uh, I'm going to go ahead with the next hot topic then. I want to talk about this situation going on in North Charleston, South Carolina. Mm. This is crazy. This has to do with how black people are basically being swept aside for what is so-called improvement of the city. Mm. They're taking their land the land that their forefathers virtually died for. Now the city is like bit by bit, taking the land and doing whatever they want to do. So this is a story out of North Charleston, South Carolina. This woman, her name is Hattie Anderson. She is 85 years old, and she's at the point now of saying she doesn't even want to fight anymore. She says for most of her life she held on to this large plot of land that she and her late husband Samuel pennies to buy and now even after the state ran a freeway through through the predominantly black community and even after the city used that clause that they call eminent domain to take nine acres for a sewage drain nine acres put a sewage drain in it and even after uh then they took land and, and put a beltway Through this area all of this is happening either directly on her land or within a predominantly black community now they're saying the state officials are saying they're planning another major road expansion so now this lady 85 years old is saying I'm too old and too tired to fight the state anymore she said if they don't take my house it's just going to be me sitting in a little corner almost like being in a hole all by myself Because the area that she's in now Is pretty much like a dead end So basically the, the the whole gist of it Is that it's the dismantling Of black communities For state and federal highways And this is not a new thing This has been going on and on in All over the country But they seem to target Primarily black communities I don't understand Why they keep getting away with it I guess because people don't feel like they can fight it. But this is happening just a few miles north of Charleston. They're proposing uh, Interstate 526. They're calling it the Low Country Corridor. And, you know, you got Biden and his administration vowing to stop this kind of stuff, but South Carolina is trying to push forward with it. So they're proposing to just sweep aside dozens of homes, and potentially hundreds of people just so they can widen the highway and get more traffic flowing through this area. But they're cutting right through a black community. Mm. And they don't give a dag on They don't care. They're like, this is all about progress. Y'all just need to go elsewhere. Wow. You know, where? Where you want them to go? They're already in a predominantly black neighborhood, which probably is where nobody else wants to be. Now you're going to boot them out of there too? This is getting ridiculous. So they're talking all this about what it's going to cost,
0: $720,
2: $720 million on this expressway and all this they're trying to expand. But they just need to stop being unfair. Now, tell me, would they do this stuff, cutting through some nice suburban neighborhood with hardly any black folks? Would this even be an issue?
3: I think uh-huh. not. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Because they have, you know, because white folks, they're going to protest and, and they have money. So Well, they'll be right the there two. at the
2: board meeting. They'll be at the hearings when they first propose this stuff because they stay connected to these things. As soon mm-hmm. as there was a proposal to do this kind of stuff, if it was going to damage these suburban communities where black folks don't live, believe me, those residents would have been right there giving their little speech at the hearing about why this is an atrocity and why this is unacceptable, and blah, 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 and I'm on the board of this, and my, my husband sits as chairman of that, and all of that mess would have been squashed. But because it's poor or and or black people, they're like, look, we're going to run this highway because we need to do it, and this is where it's going. It's going to mm-hmm. cut right through this black community, suck it up.
3: mm, you' Yeah, I hear that's been going on, you know, in different states. Um, I forgot, they they call it something, there's a particular name for it. But, um, you know, I guess these white folks, that's, that seem like who's in charge, they continue to, to do that to us. It's just kind of a form of abuse to me. I'm like, come on now, enough is enough. So, it is. Yeah, they it, shouldn't it, be
2: allowed to do this stuff, but it seems like it just keeps
3: on happening. It just seems like it
0: was right. back it
3: that, Yeah, it just like it's that, that master uh type of mentality. Master's quote unquote slave mentality and that shit pisses me off. And uh I I guess we're gonna get enough of it, you know. I guess enough of us need to get together and, and do as the whites, you know, protest like they do. And just make some noise. But if we make noise it's like um we can't do that was oh, too many right. of us together, so they're gonna try to dismantle us. But um, mm-hmm. ah, I'm telling you, it's, it's rough out here. It's rough. Yeah. It sure is.
2: Well, that's um, all I have on that one because now
3: I'm really mad. Right. So I'm gonna calm down. All right. Well, if you guys got any questions or comments and what we're talking about, hit us up tonight nine one four eight zero three forty three zero six. And I'm Press putting board. that
2: whoever did that. I'm putting them on the kiss it list.
1: Uh, or North Trust Trust and North
2: Charleston Highway Commission, whatever they're called, they're on the
3: kiss it list. Okay. Yeah,
1: this seems like whenever like black mm-hmm. I'm sorry.
3: No, voice. Whenever
1: black folks you know, whenever black folks establish anything or whenever it is old money involved or things that we have stockpiled, you know, the main mm-hmm. thing and it's just like the whole Karen aspect, you know, Karen is a female white woman that thinks it's her job to watch black people. And th- th- that's the biggest thing as blacks we have to watch for is why are white folks just watching us, mm-hmm. watching everything we do? They're scanning us. They're, they're scanning us like we're just like, you know, and, and, and everybody else, Asians and Middle Eastern people, do what they want to do. But mm-hmm. black people always got to be scanned, shut down, what you doing, what you up to. Why are you doing mm. that? We, I it's a stigma that needs to be shaken. I think some of the millionaires in the world, Oprah's and the uh, Beyoncé's and the Michael Jordan's and people that got big money, need to get involved with this, you know what I mean? Because they ain't worried yeah. about shit because they're secured on all four sides. But you've got to help out your community because after a while, the community is going to bite you in the ass. No matter how safe you think you are, how secure you think your security is, as long as you carrying brown skin, it's going to bite you one day. So stop thinking you're so free, because ain't nothing free in this world. Freedom is the most precious gift we have. Yeah. And if you don't secure mm. it on all four sides, it will be violated. Anyway, i get off my mm. soapbox. Uh, Kettle, you all ready right. for your story? Or yeah.
0: You good? Yeah. Or? Sorry about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm good. Oh, take your time. Uh, we know you got that cheap cell phone. So go ahead. Go on to your thing.
3: <laughs> oh, look, it's, it's the white man. He keeps shutting me down. God damn it. I uh-uh. shot
1: Conspiracy oh, concocted wow. by the man.
3: Mm. Go on do yeah. thing. Um, okay. Um, serious topic here. Simone Biles, elite gymnast, blast the FBI. I just don't have a clue on this. Over failing to stop Larry Nazar abuse. Um, the superstar Simone Biles from Tears blamed the FBI, U.S. Gymnastics, and United States Olympic and uh, uh, the Paraplegic uh, uh, Committee at a Senate hearing on Wednesday in allowing a uh, disgraced former USA gymnast team, Dr. Larry Nassar to abuse dozens of women and children. Um, the U.S. Gymnast and the uh, United States Olympic Committee knew that I was abused by uh, the official team doctor long before that she um, ever uh, made aware of, you know, they were knowledgeable of it. Um, we suffered and continue to suffer because no one at the FBI or the USAG or the USOPC did what was necessary to, to protect us, you said. Um all four gymnasts said that they were victims of Nazar abuse, um, with Nicholas being the first asked to bring a sexual abuse complaint about him to um, top officials and the um, gymnastics USA gymnastics. Um, also, for many hundreds of survivors of Larry Nassar, uh, this hearing is one of our last opportunities to get justice. Uh, Nicholas was saying. But the uh, DOJ inspector general released a stinging 119-page report in July that found Indianapolis FBI officials made false statements, failed to respond to uh, months of leading for more than 100 other gymnasts being sexually abused. Um, it's just crazy. The report also said the FBI's Indianapolis field office failed to respond. With the um, utmost seriousness and urgency that the allegations deserve and require, um, how crazy is that? Doesn't even make any sense to me. Why are you pushing something underneath the rug? I mean, are you being paid underneath the table, or you know wh- what's going on? Yeah, I didn't get that either. It, it just baffles me. But um, and
2: why did it take so long to fire the agent? that they discovered was involved in that, that agent was recently fired.
3: Yeah. What was the delay on that? I I just don't get it. I don't want to say it. I guess they, they yeah. probably shoved that person somewhere else, you know, or put them to another office or something maybe. Well, one
1: of, them, one of them retired and the other one was fired. But the one that was fired, he he had put in for an application to work for the University of Michigan. So he was all into all kind. I guess I guess he felt like it
3: was the Olympic committee. It was the Olympic committee. He put an application in for.
1: Was that right? I'm sorry, I thought it was the other way around. But anyway, this guy, this FBI agent, was so crooked that he didn't really care. And like I said, it all goes back again to when it comes to black people, you know, black women, or just people of color, or even Mm -hmm. these these gymnastic people. They didn't take them serious. They were acting like mm-hmm. that. they were just young girls, and, you know, it's just it's an atrocity for something to go on so ruthless like that. And for the girls to call and complain about it, and for you to not take it serious, and like you said, for you to apply for a job with the Olympic Committee, and the other guy was able to retire and collect his government pension. Which should
2: not have been allowed.
1: So it's just, I don't know, it's... Yeah. Uh,
2: If you lied and were part of a cover up, why do you get the benefit of still collecting your pension? To me, you've dishonored the service of the FBI. You dishonored your badge, your credentials, everything. So why do you get the benefit of collecting money for the rest of your life?
3: Right. And and what kills me is is, right. What kills me is the the head of um, the FBI. He he goes on to say, "I'm sorry." And so many different people let you down over and over again. Now, you're just saying, so many different people and over and over and over again. How much is enough? I mean, it. come on now. It doesn't take a rocket scientist.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. But this <laughs> person is,
2: just... is you. Mm-hmm. the person who, I forgot his name, he was not in charge of FBI when all this happened.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So now he's trying to say, you know, I'm so sorry that all this happened. I get it that you're apologizing, mm-hmm. but like you said, Cattle, what, what are they supposed to do with an apology? Yeah, Some of these young women may
3: never be right in the head after right. all of this. And uh, we were talking earlier uh, with in, in the week about, you know, did these women go directly to the FBI or did they you know talk to someone local, like a local police person or a psychiatrist or um confide in anybody They really don't say it just seemed like they went directly to the f b i and they didn't do anything about it but um you know might have been some people in between i'm not I'm not sure so
1: yeah, it got to' it it got to them eventually, but like you said, when you initially do something. You don't really have access to the FBI. I got to kind of get to them and all, and uh, and then for them to to the to, to pussy around, which is the best word to use. And you got to understand too, a lot of this stuff was done during the Obama administration. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So Why? so if the, if the FBI wasn't able to really initiate it, get it started, this is something that went on really unbeknownst to uh, Obama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the Obama couldn't even speak on it. Well, do think about it because it wasn't grandstand at the time.
2: Yeah, they were cool. sweeping all this stuff under the rug. This,
1: this is something that could yeah. have been cultivated early. But yeah. this guy just kept abusing, kept it going, kept things in the situation until he and, – and, and he wasn't stopping. I mean, this man was getting his jollies off so tough that, man, every day mm-hmm. he came to work for him was almost like a, a get-off, you know, get-off on your little self and uh, – he was living his yeah. best life with them young girls.
3: It's disgusting. But I, I, it is, but I think that the his name or something must carry. You know how some people they're prominent in the community, and um, some people untouchable. Um, maybe this guy Nasser he was just untouchable. Uh, it'd be surprising to see who um, he's a relative of. Who knows? You know. Yeah. So, yeah. so something. Something's not right. Isn't <laughs> that what Keith uh, Sweat said? Yes, he did. Something, yeah, something, mm-hmm. something, something, something yeah, just yeah, ain't, ain't right.
2: right. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's yeah, a
1: lot of layers. All right. A lot of layers crap. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I just feel like their coaches should have advocated for them stronger. I don't know that they didn't but it just seemed like if they went to their coaches and said, I just feel like something's not right. Yeah. Right. I mean, if yeah. speaking from a woman's point of view, when you go and have a gynecological checkup, you don't really know for sure what the doctor is doing and why. You're just told this is the way the exam goes. They do what they do, mm-hmm. and it is very uncomfortable. Okay. You don't really know. I mean, if it's a legitimate doctor, they bring a nurse in the room.
0: Mm -hmm. So for
2: all the women that are listening, if you ever get a GYN appointment and you have a doctor, whether it's male or female, if they don't bring a nurse in the room, you better get down off that table and run. But even still, the nurse could be involved, so you still can't even be comfortable with that. But the point I'm making is that as as an adult, you still aren't totally clear on, now, what does this exam do and why do you have to do it this way? So imagine as a child you have a doctor who's doing things and you don't really know why. You go to the doctor saying, I keep getting a cramp every time I do a split, and he says, oh, okay, let me massage it. And you don't know exactly, is this right? Is, should he be doing this?
1: And they always use that famous term in the doctor world, you're going to feel a little pressure. Exactly. You're going to feel a little pressure. He's telling
2: you whatever, and you just go along with it because you trust this person
1: because you
2: believe that this person is not here to harm you, but they're here to help you.
1: Yeah. When I heard some of the the horrific stuff that was going on, it wasn't just with gymnastic women. These were different people that was in the whole sports world that had to do with Michigan because the one black girl that was on the Michigan softball team, he was saying how – he would go inside of her vagina and like massage it because she was feeling cramps on her side. And, and it's so interesting how, but
0: let
2: let
1: me say this here. It's so interesting how, how black women or black girls are always the main focus of destruction. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's almost like you don't want to fuck with the white women because you fear a lawsuit or whatever but you feel like doing something with black people is cool because you're going to be able to get over with it. They're not they're not connected. They're not in touch. They won't, you know, this is the mentality of people. And this is what what anybody now today is anyway. Because Trump's biggest thing was always, I'll sue you. I'll sue you. And he had his lawyer that was his, he said he was his Mr. Fix-It. Mm-hmm. Every time mm-hmm. Trump got into some crap. He would tell people, I'll sue you. And when a rich person says, I'll sue you, the average poor person gets scared as hell. But the one thing we shouldn't fear is fear. I mean, because we're all built, we're all God's children. We all have the opportunity to defend ourselves under any aspect of life. and But no, a lot of people don't have that built-in integrity that it takes to maintain that integrity. So they, they fold up. When it comes to a person mm-hmm. of a bigger or higher statue saying, Ah, I'll sue you, at and they clam up and drop their case. I mean, tr-
0: mm-hmm.
1: Trump is the biggest adversary of crap. That man that did more bullshit than anybody,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: and he got away with mm-hmm. murder. But anyway, mm-hmm. we won't. We will We know how this crazy ass is. <laughs> anyway, we we going If you got any uh, comments, uh, you want to call in, uh, talk about this subject or. Any other subject, give us a call. Uh, you're, you're already tuned in, 914-803-4306. Press 1 if you're already tuned in. You'll be put in the queue, and we'll uh, bring up you speak your mind about this subject, anything you want to talk about. We're free. We're open. We're uh, freelance, and uh, get it in. We're going to take a small break. We're, we're going to go to hit, hit It and Quit the Headlines after this.
2: Uh, All right. On the other side of the break. On
1: the other side we of the break. We've got the Hit
2: It and Quit the Headlines. Stand by.
3: Hey, this is Kettle with the Yellow Top. I'm waiting to hear from you tonight. I'm at the Pajama Party Live. So you can reach us at 914-803-4306. Or you can check us out on aPajamaParty.com. I've got my opinions, but I want to hear yours. Papadini and Red Wine are trying to beat me down, so
2: I need you to call back and back me up. I know you're out there. I can
3: hear you breathing. So call me now. 914-803-4306. I'm right here on WBJP Blog Talk Radio, waiting to hear from you. All uh, right,
1: here they come. I, I, I got to go. I got to go. All right, welcome back to John Party. One, your host, Papa D.D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. All right, it's time to hit them and quit them. We got the headlines for you. We're going to hit them and quit them. Okay, I got SpaceX. Uh, SpaceX, first private flight, streaked into orbit on Wednesday night with two contest winners, a healthcare worker and their rich sponsor. They're saying it's the most ambitious leap uh, in space tourism. I guess that's a new thing now, space tourism.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, this is the first time that the spacecraft has circled Earth with an all-amateur crew. No mm-hmm. professional astronauts were on board. Uh, the name of the capsule is called the Dragon, and they had two men, two women. They're going to, well, they're in process now. They're spending three days going around the planet uh, from an unusually high orbit, about 100 miles higher than the International Space Station before they splash down off the coast of Florida this weekend. So Mm -hmm. the rich man, the rich man who's uh, fronting all this money for this, his name is Isaacman. He is the Mm -hmm. third billionaire to launch this summer. (laughs) The billionaires now want to have space Mm -hmm. tourism going on. So (laughs) he's the third one. Uh, And this following the uh, thing that Virgin Galactic did, Richard Branson or oh, that Sir mm. Richard Branson, with his Hello. new origin, and then Jeff Bezos from Amazon, uh, his mm. was in July. Mm. But this guy, mm. Isaac, man, is only 38 years old. How oh, wow. he got to be a billionaire, I don't know. But, I mean, it mm. talks mm. about that he made his fortune from a payment processing company that he started when he was a teenager. Damn. I'm like, Dude. go ahead, man.
3: I'm you were <laughs> <laughs>
0: So
2: I'm like, uh, a payment processing company. I don't know if that's something similar to Cash App or what, PayPal. I don't know. But anyway, so um, I just wanted to point out that one of the people was a black woman from out of Arizona. Her name is S-I-A-N. I don't know if that's Sion or Sean. Sean Proctor, Sion Proctor. She is actually uh, Dr. Proctor. She's making history as the first Black woman to serve as a pilot on SpaceX. She is a geoscientist and a professor, and she is now the fourth Black woman to travel into space. So go ahead, Dr. Proctor. So anyway, I guess that's really about it. You know, hopefully they they won't have any problems. When they uh, splashed down over the weekend off the coast of Florida, um, I saw something on the news earlier. They're up there having a good time, answering questions from kids. They're doing their thing, so shout out to uh, the Folk and the Dragon for SpaceX.
1: Yeah, and it's also all in uh, support of St. Jude's uh, Cancer Research Medical Center and uh, yeah. The billionaire,
2: the young billionaire, I wonder what he looks like. Anyway, the young billionaire is uh, donating a lot of money to St. Jude.
1: Yeah, $50 million, which yeah. is a great cause, in my opinion, because you can't beat that, that whole cancer situation St. Jude. Um,
2: he actually pledged $100 million to St. Jude, wow. and he's trying to raise more money from other folks to give money to St. Jude's. Yeah, the
1: pledge, the pledge at this point that I last seen was $50 million from... Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So All,
2: right. All right. Moving on.
3: All right. What you got over there, Papa?
1: Um, well, California just had what they call the recall situation. This, remember, this is how uh, your boy Arnold Schwarzenegger became governor of uh, California <laughs> yeah. with, with some high-rate stuff. How do you just grab a...
0: A foreign, a foreign
1: actor and make him a governor. But anyway, that's a whole other story. But anyway, now that they, they, now that we got now the recall has been done, they're trying to recall the recall. <laughs> they're trying. They're trying to say, "Look, how did we ever come up with this idea?" All right. So here's is a story.
3: This
1: weird news. A little hidden <laughs> No, I'm weird news. This is, this is real. Calling <laughs> okay. well, the California Governor um, Gavin Newsom. He uh, has resounding. Resounding victory over the uh, Republican-led efforts. Uh, Democrats have moved now to overhaul the 110-year-old recall process. Wow. That could be initiated by gathering signatures from uh, 12% of those who voted in the prior election. So you just got to get some signatures and and boot somebody out. So the Democrats are saying, yo, no, fuck this. We're not. You know, those in favor to reform content that the, uh, they contend that the process is too easy to initiate the deeply flawed system, and it gets it, it puts the governor in an adverse situation where he has to really uproot himself to build himself up for an election that has nothing to do with an election True. in a fighter situation. And if enough people are angry, like it was with uh, – Carter Schwarzenegger getting in there it can happen mm-hmm. but this whole situation was such a fiasco you had uh what's his name's larry, larry elders larry elders who is the he's a straight oreo cookie this man is uh damn i I can't even talk hot about ha hot mess fake ass black man mm. you know he put you know it's so interesting when 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 the white man puts a black token ass negro in the position and he gets in that seat. And he just says, we, as it spins around, we, yeah. and white folks are watching him being totally, you know, desigrated. And it's, it's crazy. You know, he's, he's a mess. He's always been a mess. He's always been, a, you know, speaking on behalf of this and that. And, and I just think as, as a black man, you really have an obligation to your ancestors, you know, if nothing else, your ancestors, you know, mm-hmm. between the slavery and the destitute situations and everything else, you don't have to be fight the power, black power and all that. If you want to be a bougie black joker, that's your business, you know I me. Mean? But the ancestors, the sacrifice for your ass is the one that you have to represent. I mean, if you got a little money now and credit's good and everything is cool, you want to live in a suburban neighborhood, that's cool. But don't forget your fucking skin is brown, and you're gonna be judged for that brown skin when you walk in certain societies, and you walk in certain avenues, situations, circumstances, or whatever. You know, you might have a cash, but you can't cash in your face. Yeah, it is. That's a Stevie Wonder song on the Hotter In July album. If you want to pick, listen to that one day. Anyway, but so anyway, make a long story short, the Democrats are trying to reform the reform on the reform. Basically, they're trying to get rid of that whole reform situation. So stay tuned on what they're trying to do to, to put it to rest, because it seems to happen to Democrats. You know what I mean? When Republicans come in, Democrats ain't thinking about reforming nobody. They just wait for the next election. You know, they're so nice. They're so, let's just let the process work. But ever since Trump come in, everything is being adversely, you know, chokehold. Ah, fuck it. Ah, fuck it. You know, Trump a grab by the neck. Ah, fuck it. You know what I mean? And I, I, excuse my language, but don't excuse my language. I curse like that to make a damn point. You know? So it's just the fact that you know you can't be angry today. You got to be cool. And this Republican situation, and I'm not speaking on a political aspect, but this Republican situation is so hostile. Just like tomorrow in Washington D.C. with his march. Hostility never wins anything. Hostility in your life will give you early death. Hostility comes with high blood pressure, mm. diabetes, wow. hypertension.
0: Mm. These
1: are things that bring an early death in your life. I know people that were some hostile jokers. They dead as hell now. Mm. So, so be cool. You got to be cool. Anyway, I'm going to leave that alone. Get off my soapbox as Kettle says. <laughs> he hates when I talk too much. Anyway. All right, Kettle, I'm done. You're next, so go and get a nick, girl. <laughs> Kettle, are you there?
2: Uh-oh. Kettle fell off her stool. Fell well.
1: off? Damn, she got that cheap ass cell phone. Kettle's usually in the studio, but she's calling in from uh, her whereabouts. Where she's at, we'll know whether we'll know. Well, she's in the city or in the jungle. But, um, well, uh, I'll Red one yes.
2: Yeah, go ahead. I got one, one about up. these tourists from China are suing Utah. Over a deadly tour bus crash, so this is the state of Utah. They're saying that they didn't do enough to make sure that a remote highway was safe before a tour bus crashed, killing four people from China and injuring two dozen more. Now This happened back in twenty nineteen but the family and of the survivors are have filed a lawsuit this week this past Tuesday actually. So the lawsuit is alleging that state transportation officials failed to post warning signs and that the the design of the road left little room for error and included no rumble strip to warn the driver when they were getting too close to the edge. And that to me sounds like a whole lot of roads, but anyway, that's what they're saying. So they're saying more than a dozen people were thrown from the bus when the driver drifted off the road and then tried to over, over correct when he steered back. So I guess he snatched the wheel quick, trying to correct uh, from being too close to the edge, and that sent people flying out of their seats. The bus rolled over, and 30 people on board got hurt. So the lawsuit goes on to talk about that the, the shoulder was unpaved, too soft, too deep, requiring the driver to veer away the way he did, so four people in their 60s died in the crash. A few more had some serious injuries. But the group of older adults were from China. They were there on a seven-day tour operated by America Shinjai, Incorporated, and the tour bus company is out of Ontario, Canada. So bottom line, uh, the tour comp- I mean, the state of Utah is being sued.
0: Mm-hmm. I
2: don't have any idea how it's going to go. But it's interesting to me because when you think about how many times have you been on some road somewhere and thought, man, this road is rough driving at night. You know, the lights aren't good or there may not be any street lights at all. It's really dark. And just imagine if something happened, God forbid, is this really something that you think, I'm going to sue the state. They should have had this. Mm. They should have had that. There should have been better signage. There should have been rumble. I mean, you can always go back and say what it should have been, but, you know, with all the talk about the infrastructure and the money that needs to go into strengthening the infrastructure all across the country, I mean, yes, it would be ideal if every road had all of those things, but honestly, I don't think that's going to be a reality. So Mm. I'm saying it sounds like a frivolous lawsuit. I'm sorry there was loss of life. An injury, but it still sounds like a frivolous lawsuit. If you want to go after somebody, go after the driver.
3: That's what I was going to say. Who else could you could you sue then? Could you sue the bus company, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, but
2: between the bus company or the driver, who's the 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 driver is a representative of the company that he was employed by. But how are you going to go after the state of Utah and blame them and say this is your fault?
3: Maybe they think Utah has some money. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. they go over okay. where the money is. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, Pittsburgh, the U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers in Pittsburgh have seized two shipments of phony COVID-19 vaccination cards shipped from China. Here we go. Going back to China. Got it again. The CBP seized the first of the two international parcels, um, in August, and then officers determined that the parcel of 20 cards had a low quality appearance. Um, so it goes on to say the CBP said the cards were being shipped to someone in Beaver County, Pennsylvania. Um, that individual's identity was not released, of course, probably somebody white, is not from the Centers for Denise, Denise, uh, I'm sorry, Disease Control and Prevention um, or a certified medical entity. Um, Officers intercepted a second shipment of phone vaccine cards uh, designed for the same individual on September 7th. That parcel (laughs) contained 50 fake uh, COVID cards. Wow. Both international parcels uh, had been shipped from China. Hmm. Wow. -hmm. And it says, to date, uh, the CBP said officers in Chicago, Memphis, Anchorage, Alaska, have seized more than six thousand counterfeit COVID nineteen vaccination cards. That's a lot. They um, just won't quit. They won't. Mm-mm. Everybody trying to get in where they can fit in. It's about that money. But, but they that's do, nothing to play with. They do
2: with. know, but they do know if you actually go and get the vaccine, you can get that card for free, right?
3: I mean, I'm just Ooh. saying. I guess people that don't want to take the vaccine, they want to get the card to say, "Okay, I I got vaccinated," so that's their way of saying it with, with without them getting it. They don't want it. That's that's Ooh. the way I'm looking at it. They don't want it. I mean, how stupid is that? Like you said, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist. <laughs> so silly,
2: really? silly. Um, really?
3: Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Lock them so, up. Yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah.
2: All right. What you got, Papa Didi? All uh, right, it on me? Yeah, back to you.
1: All right. Um, uh, this is this is interesting here. The students, uh, Pennsylvania are fighting back against the uh book ban in Pennsylvania. Now, you know, the whole situation with this here is that different uh teachers have banned certain books that, that tell the truth about real life stuff with black people, you know, when it comes to slavery and situations and certain. And what's so interesting is that this stuff did not happen that long ago. Okay, so, I mean, I don't know how young our audience is, but don't think because you was born in the 80s or the 90s and all that the early 18, the late 1800s was a long time ago, or the middle 1800s was a long time ago. You know, my parents was born in the... In the 20s of the 1900s, and their parents were born in the late 1800s, and I saw all my grandparents, you know, didn't see them very long, they may have died when I was 12, 13, 14 years old, but I knew them, and they were born in 1889. Seventy nine, things like that, and he had children that were born in nineteen twenty four and twenty nine and things like that. So this happened in my own lifetime, and hell, I'm the young, I'm the, I'm number seven of nine children. So hell, my older brothers and sisters definitely seen stuff. So I'm saying all that to prelude the fact that stop thinking that what happened to us happened so long ago. It didn't. Don't think because you're living in the two thousand twenty one yada, 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 you know, internet, yada, yada, bing, bang, boom, Google, and all that jazz. Come on now. Life existed before your ass. Anyway, let's get into this particular story here. Students in Southern Pennsylvania school districts have battled the latest example of panic spread over how history and race are being taught in schools in Pennsylvania. Students are protesting a book ban in York, Pennsylvania, and other Upper Western, you know, uh, Pennsylvania towns that are because of the, because of the situation that most of these white folks have read these, well, they're they're trying to they're trying to decipher what not white folks even read these books or does the title because usually a book has a caption that tells you it has a, a a what do you call that part the the, the appendix or the yeah the glossary or whatever that tells you what the book is about so sometimes people read a, a, a one phrase that describes the book is, oh, no, we can't let them read that. But all this thrives on this here. Remember what I'm saying here, and this is from my life and my heart. One thing white folks should be thankful of is that we want restitution and not fucking revenge, okay? Because if we wanted revenge, we would be some pissed off people. We just want restitution and equal rights going forward, and that's the kindness that's instilled in us based on the people that raised us. They allowed us to keep our minds sound, our hearts in perspective, and our culture and, and, and our, our sensitivity to situations to be minimized as long as you treat us night going forward. It's almost like telling somebody, I'm sorry. Let it warm your heart. Somebody breaks your heart, you, you know, your lover, your friend, your husband, your wife, you know, does some crazy shit. If they just come back and apologize, mm-hmm. it takes it down 20 30%. And like I said, the one thing that, that, that when white folks read these, see these books and see the, the aspect of the books and the violence and the crap we've been through, they're thinking they mind, damn, this is going to piss these young kids off. But they don't realize that most of these young kids was raised by good parents and good grandparents that taught them a nice, forgiving nature. So therefore, they're not thinking like that. They, but they still want to read the damn book.
4: Yeah, but they, don't they hide They wanna know the
1: truth. They want to know the truth. So don't hide the book from us. And this is what's pissing them off. See, why are you hiding the book? Uh, because we... And then white folks think, because well, you're going to be pissed off. But like I said in the beginning, white folks should be thankful that we just want restitution and don't want fucking revenge. If we wanted revenge, oh my Lord, it'd be all over. It'd be all over. But anyway... We'll see what happens with this battle in Pennsylvania since we're hitting and quitting it.
2: Well, I just York wanted to add you that. The other thing that they're worried about is the white people, parents, are saying that they don't want their kids to feel guilty just for being white because they're concerned that when they start reading some of these books and they see how white people treated black people, they don't want them to have this overwhelming sense of guilt simply because they were born white. And that's how some of the white parents are feeling. But it was the board who voted all this stuff and decided, well, we're going to ban these books. We're going to ban this and ban that. They even banned an episode of Sesame Street yeah, but, but minute, that dealt me, with
1: race. But wait a minute. Let me say this here. When huh? you say guilt, I yeah. don't understand what, how you downplay. I think that they don't want their kids to see just how fucked up their grandparents were.
2: I'm sure that's part, so get, no, that's, I'm that that's part of all it too I'm talking about that was part of: it. No, that was part of an right, well, downplay what,
1: what they think: of
2: Papa Didi, I'm telling you what one of the all white right. parents said.: Right. They but they not want, want their children to feel guilty simply for being born white from have, from reading the material in some of these books. Yeah, that's so a nice they little were caption. Saying, I'm for the band. Yeah,
1: but that's that's a, how they that's a nice thing to say about your children. What they don't want is to say, damn, my grandmother or my mother was completely fucked up to treat these people like that. I'm not disagreeing that's with the that. Other, that I was I'm just telling saying, you
2: that that's what one of Well, you can the speak politically is.
1: correct if you want to. I'm ball you're ass.
2: Politically correct. I'm ball ass. I'm just telling okay. you anyway, what one of the parents said. We're
1: hitting and quitting it. We, you know. Oh,
2: you're gonna shut me down? No, not at all. Well, all right, I'm just saying cool. we
1: all have our opinion on how we want to hit, how we want to hit and how we want right. to shovel shit. Whether we want to shovel it for real or we can cover it with some bullshit. Some people pick up their dog's mess. Some people leave it there in the, in the grass. Anyway, well, let's move on. Kettle, are you still there? Oh, Kettle must check that again. Anyway, um, that's all we got for uh Kettle, are you back? Yeah, I'm here. I'm okay, you, you all right? Did you pay that cell phone bill uh this month? Oh.
2: <laughs> nope, she just she just fell off again.
1: Uh oh. Anyway, right. um, look, we're going to take a break for a minute uh, and uh, we'll, we'll uh, come back with a cocktail of the week.
2: Yep, sounds like a plan. All right. You're listening to the Pajama Party Show on Blog Talk Radio.
3: Looking for a new cocktail
5: to serve at your next dinner party? Trying to figure out what pairs well with your main entree? Then you need to visit the cocktail of the week archive at apajamaparty.com we've got a list of all the cocktails we've featured on previous pajama party shows with recipes and pictures of the drinks and believe me we've had some good ones and while you're on the website visit the archives for previous shows just click on any date and you can hear the shows again and again we've got you covered at a
1: and tell a friend. They'll thank you. All right, welcome back to pajama party. One knows Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. <laughs> Hello. Hey, are you all right?
3: Boost <laughs> bubble. Oh, no, we're he gonna didn't. Go, we're going to go straight to the cocktail because I need one by right
0: now. <laughs> but, but, uh,
3: Okay. So, your cell do the Gummy, the gummy don't,
0: don't, Bear don't Company, or? Do don't All, do it. I... <laughs> All anyway. right, it's
2: time for Cattle in the Cocktail of the Week. What you got for us this week,
3: Cattle? This was just for you, Papa. It's called the Beverly Uh-oh. Hills. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh, two ounces of cognac, if you prefer oh. more, because I I, I I need about two and a half or three tonight. Um, yeah, four ounces, four ounces of triple sec, one Ooh. ounce of calor, coffee liqueur, and ice cubes. Mm. So we're going to huh. place all ingredients in a shaker, mix well, and pour into a cocktail glass. And that is the Beverly Hills cocktail of the week. Mm. woo wait.
1: Yeah, it sounds real simple. It ain't got no fan. You could tell it's Beverly Hills. That joint. Okay. It
2: sounds poke. Yeah, Ooh. nice and fancy. <laughs> Ooh, see, that'll blow your socks off. All yeah, right. Well, I thank need, you. I Kettle. need one tonight.
0: You are-
2: All right. That was Kettle with the Cocktail of the Week, the Beverly Hills. We'll make sure we get it on the website over the weekend. And you can check it out and try it out for yourself. If you try it, holler back. Let us know. If you tried it out, did you like it? All right. We're about to shift over to Papa Didi. He's going to let us know what's popping tonight. Papa Didi, you ready for your what's popping? He's coming back in the studio. You ready for what's popping, Papa Yeah, Didi? I had to go
1: grab me a little brown. Uh, Yeah, yeah, for oh, sure. sure. All right, first of all, let me straighten something out. First of all, I wasn't uh, definitely... Uh, dissing red wine at all. not by no stretch of the imagination. Red wine and, and kettle are both of my, uh, my co-workers, my constituents, my confidants. And uh, on top of all that, I'm at the point where I'm not trying to sugarcoat uh, some white folks' thoughts. I'm not talking about all white people. Some of them are good white folks. Okay? Some of them you have to put on a leech. Some of them you can let them go without a leech. Anyway, um they the situation with different people is that we have to keep it real on what's happening and what has happened and i'm not making it so raw but use your own interpretation when somebody goes raw if you want to give it some type of cushion then that's cool that's how you may feel about it and let it be that way but i think that most cases like red wine was saying just to recap that is the fact that she was saying how they don't want the kids to feel guilty about what, being white, Mm -hmm. or is that what it is? That's what
2: the parent was saying. The parents,
1: yeah, I don't want the kids to feel guilty about being white, but what I was saying is that I think that they, deep down inside, they don't want the kids to know just how horrible their grandparents were, because... They're living in privilege. They live in the suburbs since World War II. When we weren't allowed to move into the suburbs, even with the GI Bill that everybody had from World War II, my father included. So instead of moving out to Levittown, Pennsylvania, or Bristol, Pennsylvania, or one of these fancy towns, Paoli, or whatever, you know, they had to move to Philadelphia, to the city. That's because they weren't allowed to move to the suburbs. And that's where it all started, you know. So... You know, like I said. But anyway, uh, uh, on what's popping tonight, I'm going to focus on um, what's happening tomorrow in D.C. Okay, this March has come along ever since the situation with Charlottesville and the situation with the uh, the insurrection uh, back on January 6th. And know, too, that January 6th was the day when they do the roll call of you where the the electoral college is counted and, and solidified and certified, and you become the official president. The only thing left to happen is the inauguration on the twentieth of January, which is a mere two weeks away from that day. And Trump knew all that because he went through it four years ago. So he wanted Pence to like stop it, stop it. Pence, Pence was like, yo man, I can't stop this. This is something been going on for for years. You know, Trump has come in with that barbaric aspect with that Atlantic City bullshit where he's, you know, his whole situation, you know, he was a big old peddler of the casinos in Atlantic City. He was trying to get a football team back in the day. The NFL wouldn't let his ass in. See, a lot of people are knowing Trump for the first time, but me being from Philadelphia, hell, I've been knowing Trump since the beginning of time, since his ass was a real crook, you know, with the, the Taj Mahal and the... The Trump, uh, you know, all this Trump, 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 Trump. But then when he became president, that was almost as bad as Arnold Schwarzenegger becoming governor. I'm like, what the hell? How do you let these counterfeit people that aren't politically motivated or don't know anything about society or situation? But then Trump played his Trump card where he proved the fact that he was ahead of any type of Aryan nation or right-wing nation going. First of all, he had the most money. He had the, the biggest kahunas in his pants, and he had the biggest mouth. So therefore, anything he said adversely, if you would notice, during the four years of Trump's election, white folks showed they ass. Not election, but during his presidency. The dog whistle was being blown every day, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Every day the dog whistle was being blown. And white folks was doing some horrendous stuff. They were just showing they ass. And now they doing. I mean, we had a guy a few weeks ago outside of the, uh, in in his car, acting like he had a bomb. He didn't have no bomb. He was just out there fronting the game. And then he finally surrendered at the end of the day. I'm like, well, damn! If you ain't gonna be serious with a bomb, then why the hell are you perpetrating? What kind of stupid shit is that? You dumb white poor white trash. If you're gonna have a bomb in your truck and gonna blow, what was he in front of the National Library or? He was in was front the of the
0: Capitol or something? No, nah, he wasn't
1: at the Capitol. He was at some type of, uh, some type of library building, whatever the case may have been, mm. down there. And but at the end of the day, he had the makings of a bomb in his truck, but he didn't have a bomb. But how are you going to stop the day, be on national news and everything going on, and you ain't got the shit in the truck that you need to have? What the hell's wrong with your stupid ass? You don't took white privilege to the most cynical point of like, Oh, just believe me because of the color of my skin. And then you're going to plead some more crap. Well, I was just trying to, well, you're just trying to be arrogant like Trump, but you can't get away from this. You can't get away with the same shit Trump is getting away with. And how many, how much has this happened to white folks through the last few years? All of them acting crazy as hell in the name of Trump. But Trump ain't going to be out there tomorrow. Trump is in Mar a Lago, Florida, eating lobster and shrimp and golfing every day, and collecting y'all contributions from his little situation he got going on, getting money from y'all ass. In order to keep getting money from me, keep throwing all that right wing conversation out. Yeah, they stole the election. They did this. I never seen such cult ignorance in my life. These are the people that made us feel like we were black ignorant fools for years. We're so stupid. We're so ignorant. Oh, you niggas don't know shit about nothing. But on the back end, who's the real devil? Who's really fucking up shit? Who's really just, just flipping the world when it comes to the COVID situation? Hmm. You know? Oh, no, I don't want that shot. Ah, I don't want to wear a mask. Ah, ah, ah. Everything we say yes to, they say no to. Everything we say no to, they say yes to. What is this opposite situation going on in the world? Nobody has to agree with any about anything about anything, but we do have to make sure the world stays united. That's the first name in our world, United States of America. We gotta stay united in some aspect of our life. If we stay divided, hell we've been divided since the Civil War with the North and the South. Robbie and Lee against, you know, the North. But the North was smart. They put a uniform and a gun on slaves and said, yeah, shoot every white motherfucker you see. They got a gray uniform on, and they did that, and we won that shit. That's how we won. Mm. But still, slaves didn't even know that they were free. They had to go to Gavison, Texas, and find out what they call Juneteenth and tell people, y'all were free 10 years ago. You know, what the hell? They didn't even know. That's how mentally fucked up we were. And we're still mentally fucked up today. So please, get your mind right. Get your life right. Pay attention. Love your family. Understand your people. Get together with shit, man. Just just be, be neutral. Speak your mind. Be free. Understand life. Stop walking around stupid because we ain't got no more time for that. I'm going to try to live a life of longevity. Like Martin Luther King says, longevity has its place. Mm. I'm out.
2: All right, now. Papa Didi has spoken and laid it out and dropped the mic. Woo, that was a good one. I tell you, so much going on. Oh, boy. Anyway. that was heavy, but it was good.
1: To real life
2: it was necessary
1: i was raised by beautiful people that taught me a lot of stuff and i'm just gonna carry it to my grave, grave. Mm. okay right.
2: Uh oh okay. you back kettle
3: <laughs> <laughs> No, not stop papa don't do that
1: metro metro pcs all right go on girl <laughs>
3: uh-huh come on in don't, don't talk shit. <laughs> Two phones, okay. two
1: phones for five hours. Go on, girl. Ooh. I know you roll. No, he didn't. I know you roll. All
2: right. Well, <laughs> on that note, we're going to lighten it up and shift gears to the weird news. Uh, I think I've got the first one tonight. So okay. let me tell you about some real life. Some, oh, you want to go to a
3: break?
1: Kettle, are you okay to go on? You want to take a little break? Uh?
3: No, go ahead. Let's lighten it up. Let's lighten it up. That's what we need right
0: now. Okay. (laughs) All right.
3: I got some
2: real-life Jurassic Park stuff going on. I got some scientists that are trying to do some stuff to bring back the woolly mammoth. I don't know if you've seen them in the Museum of Science and History, I think. That's those big jokers with the big all that fur and the big horns and all that. They're trying to find a way to bring them back. I don't quite understand why, but it's a company called Colossal, and their goal is to bring back the woolly mammoth from extinction by the year 2027 using something called CRISPR, C-R-I-S-P-R. It's a revolutionary gene editing technology. So what they want to do is not recreate a real woolly mammoth, But what they want to do is to bring back their genetic traits, which would include the small ears, the big body. Because the woolly mammoth is a cousin to the elephant. They just were like a hairy version of the elephant with some different features. But anyway, that's what they're trying to do. So they want to create a hybrid that can wander through the frozen tundra where the mammoths haven't been seen for over 10,000 years. Now, does this not sound like Jurassic Park? And we all know how that turned out. So <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like, uh, is this really something that needs to be done? But this is what they're talking about doing. So they've raised about $15 million so far to try uh, put, yeah, to put this operation together. They got about 19 employees working um, out of their Dallas headquarters, and they got offices in Boston, uh, Austin, Boston, and Austin, Texas. And they're mm-hmm. using the money to hire more people. So they're planning to develop artificial wombs to grow the mammoth embryos in. Now I'm trying to figure out when you say an artificial womb, what would that be contained in? I don't know. <laughs> this is sounding like so crazy crazy stuff but they're saying that they want to try to grow at least 10 woolly mammoths with surrogate elephant mothers and i guess they're trying to you know replicate it on a larger scale eventually so they're using elephant dna and whatever else they're doing to manipulate the genetic structure of these genes to get the woolly mammoth back and I'm like, okay, what you gonna do when that woolly mammoth eat you? But whatever,
3: mm-hmm.
2: that's what they do.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Weird to me. All right, what's your weird news, Papa Diddy?
1: Oh, this, this is really weird, man. This has got to do with Mars. They say an astronaut's blood, sweat, and tears, and urine, and space dust could be used to build homes on Mars. Now, the biggest...
0: Excuse
1: me? Yeah, just the, the, <laughs> <laughs> the old gist of his researchers. research have created building material that could be made in space from space dust and astronauts' uh, body fluids, such as blood, sweat, tears, and urine and things like that, meaning that you can build stuff as you go along, being you're up there anyway. Because they're saying the estimate of cost is that it would cost $2 million just to transport one brick to Mars. One brick. What? let alone anything else. So they want, when the astronauts do go up there, they they have built a concrete substance that's made of actual uh, body material and body substance. As long as the astronauts are up there and they're able to bleed and sweat and cry and urinate and all that jazz, they can build some type of building substance out of this. And, you know, I don't know who thought this crap, but uh, <laughs> it looks like the team at the University of Manchester, U- UK, they, like I said, they described a the, uh, concrete-like material that could be built based on human substance. So just uh, look, look out for this because, uh, you know, this is not even in the works. It seems like it's just talk from a bunch of people that want the contract from NASA. So, mm. so
2: it sounds like they're going to make it a reality where you can literally shit a brick. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> Is that you can what shit we're saying? Yeah, yeah, you can shit a brick. Okay. Never that was red wine using a swear word. God bless our Christians. Oh. Anyway. Oh, that's no. Wow, yeah, that, that's pretty I've that's interesting. I've had too much
2: wine tonight.
1: That's very interesting. So stay tuned for that. When you do hear about it, remember you heard it first on the Pajama Party Show.
2: So. Well, who's going to Mars, though? Are we going to Mars? You know what I, 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 I read
1: the story, I can't <laughs> comment Don't come back at me like I'm like I'm uh, you know
2: You're not like the Mars like I, authority? I'm
1: not, not Gail King on CBS. Okay. So don't come back to me for comment. I'm just
2: trying to understand who who's actually trying to go to Mars. But okay, moving on.
1: It's
2: hot, Morris.
1: You there, kettle?
2: Yeah. Oh, you're breaking up. Oh, okay. Go
3: ahead. Uh, we're talking about cows, now. Trying to cows uh, to learn how to potty train. What? Okay. Uh, it's no bull. Sometimes just for the test and the and to go. Um. Wow. Okay. The cows are at least as good as children ages two to four, at uh, least as quick, uh, said study senior, um, Mr. Uh, Lindsay Matthews, an animal behavior
4: scientist
3: of uh, New Zealand University. Um, started with a half and just question on a New Zealand radio talk show about um, the very real problem of lost waste resulted in a serious study. Okay. So um, it goes on to say it it, it wasn't just a wow. Uh, This could be fun. Um, This is one uh, academic question. Massive amounts of urine waste is a serious environmental issue, Matthew said. So urine contains nitrogen. Of course, everybody knows that. And when mixed uh, with species becomes ammonia. Okay. Uh, which is an environmental issue with acid rain and other problems. So um, it can also take the water with um, nutrients and create the um, airborne pollutant nutrient oxygen. Okay. All this technical shit. (laughs) Uh, The scientists gave um, the cattle to get them to urinate more because uh, they had limited time to run the experiments under the um ethnic uh guidelines. They only trained cows to use the moulu to urinate, not desiccate. Okay. okay. Urine is a bigger problem. Um, but uh he predicted that they could uh, train cows to poop in a certain place too. So Okay. Scientists learning teaching their cows the cows to party. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew?
2: Yeah, that's wild. I would love to see how that is actually done.
3: Yeah, they thought they they, they trained better than um, you know, humans. Than the than a toddler. I'm like, Okay. Interesting.
2: <laughs> I mean, I would like to know their methodology so maybe people could do whatever they did. <laughs> Get these kids potty trained.
3: Yeah. It could be the message to the madness,
2: I
0: guess. It could be. All right.
2: Uh, let me go to the line. I think we've got a caller holding.
0: Hello, hello, caller. Caller, are you there? Welcome
2: to the show. Uh no. It sounds like they got something else going on in the background. I'll try to come back to them later. All right, well we're gonna take a quick break before we go any further into uh what's next. I'm just saying, that's right. I'm just saying. Okay, we'll take a quick break, and we will come back on the other side of the break with me, and I'm just saying, on the Pajama Party Show.
5: It's another Friday night at the Pajama Party Show, and we're here with our PJs on because you know we don't allow clothes in here. If you enjoyed the Pajama Party Show, why not invite a friend or tell a neighbor to tune in right now? Go ahead and text them. I'll wait. Tell them to call us right now at 914-803-4306. And if they want to join in on the conversation, tell them to press 1 so that we'll know they have something to say. We'd love to meet your neighbors, friends, and relatives, so send them a text, email them, or call them up. And tell them to join us for the Pajama Party live on Blog Talk Radio. The more the merrier. Or is it Misery Loves Company? Or whichever. Tell them to call us up. 914-803-4306 if they just want to listen or press 1 if you want to join the conversation. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party show while I try to find out who hid the belt from my robe. I tell you the truth. Y'all know you're so wrong for that.
1: Welcome back to Pajama Party 1. Your host Papa D.D. I'm your kettle.
4: Hello?
1: And Red Wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling.
1: All right, next we got the Red Wine where a segment called, uh, I'm Just Saying. How about that? Okay. Come on, red wine. Well,
2: tonight, about. I'm going to keep it light tonight. Actually, what I have is a public service announcement. Uh-oh. I'm just saying, it's getting rough. Pennsylvania, particularly the brown liquor drinkers in Pennsylvania, y'all about to have an issue because Pennsylvania is about to ration the sales of certain liquor products due to supply chain disruptions. I'm just trying to let you know. The Pennsylvania Liquor Control Board, which is the group who's responsible for selling and regulating the wine, the beer, and the liquor, Mm. has put in a, a, what do you call it, ration to enforce a two-bottle purchase limit. Woo. for certain products, and it starts today in Pennsylvania, and this is going on for an indefinite period of time. Mm. So they're not saying just for the next two weeks, for the next month, until they say different. Two-bottle limit.
1: Per I'm, day or what?
2: I guess per purchase. I don't know. They just said a two-bottle limit. So I'm just saying Pennsylvania is about to get rough for you. I'm just letting you know that the two-bottle limit applies to sales in stores, bars, restaurants. So if you live or hang out in Pennsylvania, you're not going to be able to get around that liquor ration. And depending on what it is you like to drink, just be aware. And like I said, I'm just providing you all with a public service announcement, so you can't say you didn't know. (laughs) They're rationing certain bottles or certain, I guess, brands or what do you call it, flavors, of Hennessy, Jack Daniel, Don Julio, and Patron Silver. And there's still plenty of choices for you that are not being rationed. But if Hennessy, Jack, Don Julio and Patron Silver is your joint, you you're rationing there. Two bottles, two bottle limit. Yeah, I don't know if it's per day or not. It just says two bottle limit. So they're doing all that because they're saying it's a preventive measure. What they're trying not to do is run completely out because, you know, it's a supply chain situation. So if the suppliers are having difficulty getting it from wherever they get it from, I guess directly from the horse's mouth, then the stores are going to have less. So if people come in and say, yeah, I need a case of this, a case of that, it's going to be gone quicker. So, They're cutting y'all back in Pennsylvania. But you know what? This is not the first time that, you know, these kind of measures have been put in place. This is going on also in the uh, computer chip area. Have you noticed that with the new cars, they haven't been able to get a lot of new cars out? Because the computer chips are being held up because they can't get them fast enough from China. All this stuff that comes from China is a problem. They have the same problem going on with the lumber industry. New houses have been slowing down and being constructed because they can't get the lumber fast enough. And the lumber that they can get, because it's hard to get, the prices have been driven up. And folk are not trying to pay premium dollar for wood. Uh. So they're kind of laying back like, yeah, well, we're going to chill on this building for a little bit and wait for these prices to come down. So these kind of shortages are screwing up a lot of stuff. And this is coming from, of course, COVID-19. Some of it goes back to Trump's tariffs that he put on China and some other countries. And some of it has to do with these crazy weather situations we've been having between the floods and the heat and the fires and all of that mess. So there's a lot of things affecting it. But the bottom line is Pennsylvania, you about to be short if you like Jack Daniels, Hennessy, Patron, and Don Julio. So just consider it. It's a public service announcement. From when, Ron, I'm just saying, Pennsylvania, it's about to get rough if that's your joint. That's all I'm saying. Have a nice day. Woo! I'm telling
1: you. hope they're prepared for that.
2: It's getting rough.
1: It's getting rough.
2: Well, where are we going now? Living for the City?
1: Yeah, we'll take a break and uh, come back with Living for the City.
2: All right, we're going to do that, and we'll be right back on the other side of the break. You can give us a call at 914-803-4316 and press 1. Call us, and we'll be right back.
5: It's the Friday Night Adult Talk Show, The Pajama Party, on Blog Talk Radio produced by D.C. Homegrown Entertainment. Visit us online at www.apajamaparty.com. Click the banner and you can join us online or call us right now at 914-803-4306. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and call us now, 914-803-4306. And tell us what's on your mind There's a big fluffy pillow reserved up front Just for you at the Pajama Party And remember, it's PJs only No clothes allowed Pass it on Now let's get back to the Pajama Party crew And more of the Pajama Party That better not be my robe
4: This is the Pajama Party on Blog Talk Radio The Pajama Party is produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment at www.dchomegrown.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and dial 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306 and tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved just for you at the Pajama Party, so call us now. And remember, it's PJs only, no clothes allowed. Pass it on. Log on to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner or call 914-803-4306. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. It's it tea time, darling.
1: All right, welcome back to the John Party. On Hills Papa Didi. I'm here with uh, red wine.
2: So swell, darling. And uh, kettle will be right back.
1: Yeah, she'll be back.
2: All right, so Papa Didi, it's time for living for the city.
1: Living for the city. What's
2: happening in the city?
1: In the city. You know, I'm just uh, just not to beat a dead horse, but just to put the emphasis back on the, uh, the march tomorrow in DC. That's that's the biggest show in town. You know, just, um, you know, I recommend you watch it because I'm sure to be on TV, you know. It's not the revolution, so it will be televised. Hmm. So, um, you know, just check it out. Look at people's actions, you know. Don't turn a blind eye and don't don't trust nobody. As you get older, man, drop your trust from, from things and for things, you know, because trust is a huge, huge factor in the world. You know, when we trust, it means we believe. And once you can't trust, then you don't believe in that particular situation, person, situation, whatever is happening with that. But uh, look at that situation and see what's happening with that tomorrow. All the crap they're talking because, you know, no one organizer can talk about what the end result of a situation is going to be, okay? you're You're organizing it. Well, first of all, for you to organize something like that, you know, you're pretty messed up, your damn self. Yeah. They're gonna come back to the very same place that you have violated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, let me just go back to the damn Wells Fargo that I fucking robbed five months ago. You know what I mean? And just walk around outside like it ain't crap, and I'm the one that robbed the joint for forty grand. So I'm just gonna go to the same Wells Fargo. I mean, this this how it looks. It looks it just looks ugly. I mean, of all the things in the world to do and all the things in the world to protest, why well, don't you come back to the scene of the crime and act like you're trying to get some kind of restitution? That's just some white privilege, in my opinion, you know? As you can see, and which is nothing new, white folks do the craziest shit and, and get away with it. They do the most asinine things and get away with it. Everything they do is almost listed as Easter, Christmas. You know, oh, we're white. We're just going to go march in the very same place that we violated back in January. Place that we busted the windows and, you know, sprayed, uh, what do you call that, bear? Uh,
2: yeah, some kind of bear spray.
1: Bear spray right in the cop's face. Hell, if it's going to knock a bear out, hell, what's it going to do to a human being? Lord, it mm-hmm. choke the hell out of him. You know, and you went down there with your Trump signs and everything. And what got me, too, is they interviewed some of the people the next day that were out there in that whole insurrection situation. And they were back at their homes in Connecticut. And they were sitting in their courtyards. Well, yeah, we was there. But when you saw them the day before, they had all their gear on. But then the day after that, they're sitting in their little lace outfits and their lawn chairs. And they're drinking, you know, their little, you know.
2: Little mint julep.
1: Mint julep and, and whatever <laughs> boozy you drink. Well, we were there, but our purpose was to just to represent. Blah, 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 blah. But they're sitting in Greenwich, Connecticut, where, where the fucking capital income is like $102,000 a year per, you know, per family, as opposed to somewhere else where the per capita income is 30, 32000 you know, and they're, they're acting like they're just bougie talking about what they did, uh, you know, Saturday in D.C. on a Monday afternoon talking to a NBC or CBS representative that came to their house. Well, yeah, we went up there with a purpose. Like they're so sophisticated, but they had all they wore stuff on, their helmets and their crap and their guns and all that. Please, I don't trust them joking the further I like can throw their <laughs> anyway, so like I said Watch that tomorrow You know, be conscious of it, it might be on, I'm sure it's on CNN and every other Major station So uh, take a look at it This is your future, you know If you're <laughs> younger than me Pay attention, because this is your future So mm-hmm. we'll put it out there
2: Alright, thank you Papadini Yeah, I'll definitely be watching I'll Be there but I'll be watching all I right. just wanna see what they're gonna be talking about and doing. But nothing. anyway. Yeah, you're right. Whole lot of nothing.
3: hmm
2: Big old bucket oh. of nothing.
3: There you go. All right. You guys you ready go. to get into this Hollywood uh, wrap up? Oh,
1: you sound better. My God. Would you would you take some uh <laughs> <laughs>
2: Talking shit, okay, Papa. all right,
1: That's all right. I got something for you. Come on. <laughs> this is the best Come you on. sound all night. Would you would you take a of of Quillis?
3: I came from underneath the water, so you better get me why you Ooh. got me, so let me get okay. my Hollywood wrap up. Get out of here. <laughs> all right.
1: All right, we're
3: right. up, Papa Diddy.
1: You ready for this? Yep. Hollywood. Ba, 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 Hollywood. we going to Hollywood, y'all.
3: All right. All right. Thank you, thank you. The biggest fashion uh, night was the Met Gala 2021. Uh, Mm. I'm quite sure a lot of people don't realize what the Met Gala is for. It's a fundraising benefit for the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City. The event welcomes uh, all kinds of stars, as as people know. Um, Mm. The tickets were... $35,000 $35,000 a ticket. Gee, if, if you if you wanted to purchase a table, it was only $200,000. It wasn't nothing. Um, they had folks there like Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck, mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian, and the hubby. I don't know if they're still together or not. Uh, Kanye or not. I don't know. Little Nas, uh. he was in rare form with his uh, three or four outfits. But uh, this thing, he he was doing his thing, and uh, hey, that that was the joint. Uh, I mean, just to watch the people walking in with costumes and different, uh, you know, outfits and stuff was was pretty cool. So, um, interesting. We have some reboots and we have some new shows that are coming on TV. Do you believe that ABC is Want to present Oldish? Oldish is a spinoff of Blackish. Uh, Lauren Cusperg oh. and Jennifer Lewis characters. Uh, when they move into a rapidly uh, gentrified neighborhood of L.A., they'll meet characters who represent the old and new faces of the community. Um, of course, creator Kenya Barris will write in and, and executive produce that. Um, that date okay. is to be determined. Also, Bewitch is going to be on ABC. Remember Bewitch back in '64? Oh, gosh. I was only two years old. '64 to '72. Elizabeth Montgomery, who, who, who couldn't forget her. Um, the new take on the classic. Check this out: would feature an interracial family with a young black single mom who is also a witch who marries a mortal. The show was also from Black Wait a minute, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> why does,
2: the, why does this, the woman have to be,
3: why does the witch got to be a black woman? I'm not Ooh. in that. Anyway. Not in it. Uh, okay. And, and this particular show is from Kenya Barris and a writer, producer, Yamar Taylor. I was like, okay, uh, they're getting their hands in love with everything.
2: Yeah. And, uh, well, at least if he's uh, involved, it'll probably be pretty
3: good. Yeah, I think so. Um, do you remember the movie Conan the Barbarian? We were talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger earlier. Yeah, I a do 19- remember that. 1982 movie. I think that was his breakout role in um, the movies. Um, that's going to be coming out. Uh it says this is different from a former series that was in the works at Amazon. I guess they tried to do something before, so I guess they're going to do something different. It's in development now, so for Netflix. Um that's interesting. Oh man, the pop area. I might do, okay. go back and check that out. Um also it's not going to um, be
2: Arnold though,
3: is it? No. No, no. Okay, no. just making sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, please no. don't be
3: there. Let me say, no. Uh, uh. Probably Mark Wahlberg or somebody probably be a, a, a good um, match for that. Also, some remake on movies. Um, I did hear earlier, The Bodyguard. Um, they're going to remake The Bodyguard. That's
2: also, the,
3: Yes. Also, remember the little movie called Short Circuit yeah about the robot right with number five Uh uh-huh and also yeah number five is alive (laughs) and also scarface so i think i would watch that i mean that that'll be some action for me so (laughs) i think i would enjoy Hmm. that Uh um has anybody been watching non-perfect strangers i have not okay um this hulu series no Mm-mm. okay you have to check it out this hulu series is based off of a novel um the same writer from the emmy um winning big Li- big little lies um and nicole Kidman she bought the rights to both of those books so she's quote unquote the executive producer on, on that as well so um we also have a dc native um, Regina Hall that plays uh, a character on there also. So she's hanging with some um, top-notch people. So I, I think I viewed this um, a couple of weeks ago or last week, but you guys have got, it, got to get into it. Um, Nine Perfect Strangers is on Hulu. It's uh, airing now. And last but not least, Jane Powell. You guys remember Jane Powell from Seven Brides to Seven Brothers? Um, She just died recently She was 92 Oh, okay Yeah, bright-eyed, blonde-haired woman Um, She has been with greats like Fred Astaire And uh, like I said, she played in Seven Brides, Four Seven Brothers uh, Fred Astaire and Royal Wedding Um, Yeah So so she started her career when she she was five So, I mean, she had a long career Uh, so, God rest her soul, Jane Powell. So check her out. So that's my Hollywood wrap up for the night.
2: Okay, thank you, Kettle. Sure. Got that's all the good
3: info tonight. Yeah, appreciate mm. that. So uh, uh, let me ask y'all a question. So next year we going to the Met Gala? We gonna we gonna start saving for uh, our tickets now? <laughs> you no know what? It's it's
2: really not a convenient time of the month for me to go to that and i really don't Uh do big crowds so i'm gonna pass but you and papa didi can go (laughs) all right papa we better start saving
3: now then yeah you Uh, all
2: go and live stream so i can see it
3: okay all right that's the best yeah i
2: i don't i don't do large crowds and i would have to pass on that all right but i thank Uh, uh, you for the invite
0: All
2: right. (laughs) Well, let's see. We're down to the Kiss It list. Didi, There he is. Yeah. Can you explain what is the Kiss It list, please?
1: The Kiss It list is people that show their butt hiney over the last week or two that we put on the list and compile. The first people I want to put on the list is the people up in York, Pennsylvania, or the Pennsylvania area that banned those books. Yeah. because they're, they don't want their kids to read it. And, well, the first thing, is they're hiding it from the black people from reading it. But then white people had to kind of put their two cents in there, saying that, well, you know, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, put them on the kissing list.
2: All right, got it. You
1: know, And, and, and in reference to Kettle, um, Hollywood for all these remakes is said just come out with new stuff. All these different scripts yeah. that people are writing and all the yeah. scripts are just fresh and new. Let's you know, let the world progress. Why do we kinda keep doing remakes? What exactly what is that about? Yeah. Are people looking are people looking at seeing what made what so we can at least make half of that? That's just, that's, that's, that's just what sheer doing. laziness. It really is laziness. You know, I mean, come on. I mean, it almost reminds me of a woman. I won't say a woman. Let me shut up. Yeah, go ahead and start it. It reminds me of, let's say people. It reminds me of people in the summertime that wore their summer outfit from last year, and they gained weight, you know what I mean? And that outfit just ain't making it this summer. But they're trying trying to get one more summer out of it, and they done got fat.
2: Are you saying shit. they busting out the? Scene? They
1: busting out of that outfit. That shit was good, it, it was it was nice in two thousand, you know, nineteen. But in two thousand twenty one, it ain't it ain't making it no more. <laughs> so I'm just saying, you know. But,
2: you know what I mean? Just
1: like your summer outfits, man. Watch some summer outfits. before you put them on. But
2: uh, I got the the J six. Look ahead, America. Yeah. Group organization, whatever that's yes. organizing that march yes. tomorrow in Washington. Take
1: it serious. Take it serious. And people are crazy. I don't know what their objectives are. They're they're isolated people. You know, anytime you're not unifying with love, you're living in straight isolation. Don't ever forget that. You live in isolation. Love will conquer all. Believe me, I know it. I Amen. know it.
2: Also, we got the North Charleston Highway Commission for destroying neighborhoods that are predominantly black so you can widen highways and all yeah, that.
1: Whatever. Somebody um, getting a cut back from that. The, co- the
2: colossal mammoth scientists people that are trying to do a <laughs> Jurassic Park situation and bring back a mammoth, woolly mammoth.
1: And Governor Abbott of uh, Texas. Texas. You got some immigrants from uh, Haiti. And what they, he don't know where they came from is just a bunch of black people that violated one of the broken uh um uh, areas of the uh boundaries of the uh what do you call it the
2: what the southern wall or
1: something the southern wall of the uh the you know boundary coming into America and they're 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 leaving the bridge taking baths and everything they're just black people, so Governor Abbott in Texas is all pissed off. But the Chinese and everybody else is sneaking in under other borders. You're saying nothing to their ass. Everybody's trying to get in America. Not just people of color, not just Spanish people. You got Asians, Middle Eastern, all kind of people getting into America. So stop all that, like, if you got brown skin, we gotta put the swoop on your ass. Shit, Asian jokers is coming here every damn day. Give me a break. Vietnamese 09.
2: Also, we got the folks in Pennsylvania that are banning books that have to do with Social justice, equality, blackness—anything of that nature—that they're banning. Keep, keep on. You are on the kiss it list. All the committees who voted to ban those books—you're
3: on the kiss it keep, list. Keep, keep on.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kelly, no you got case. anybody else?
3: <laughs> no, I think you guys have covered everybody. Mm-mm. Oh,
2: I forgot Trump. Trump for still walking around oh, telling boy.
3: people that uh, he
2: actually won the election and it was stolen from him. You're on the Kiss It list.
0: You're
2: on the Kiss list. Uh, I think that's it. All right. Well, we've got a special prize for everybody on this week's Kiss It list. Even more special than ever. And here it is. Kiss
0: my in ass. Kiss my Irish ass. You better kiss my Irish ass. This world, kiss my ass. Kiss
1: my ass. You can die. All right, welcome back to Vajama Party. I'm your host Papa Didi. I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. All right. All right, we're about to wrap it up. It's the last word.
1: Last word.
2: Last word. What's your last word, Papa Didi? My
1: last word is please watch that march tomorrow. Watch it, observe it, understand it, believe in it. But them jokers are crazy. they're crazy as hell. Micros- put the microscope on their ass. Watch everything they do, and don't trust they asses for nothing. They're pissed off that something is not us. Hell, we done been through a bunch of shit. Like I said before, they're lucky that we just want restitution and not goddammit revenge. Cause if you- we wanted revenge, y'all would be done. Ah! Okie dokie. Drop the mic. <laughs> Oh, oh man. we want revenge all the shit we've been through shit yeah. we want revenge ahead. Okay. I'm sorry let me get off my for kettle fist well, your
2: my, my last <laughs> word my last <laughs> word is just be careful keep your mask on get the vaccination let's just try to do this and get, be able to get to the point where we can put COVID-19 behind us that's all I'm going to say about it. What's your last word,
3: Ah, uh, That was a good segue. Um, talking about COVID-19. Um, you guys, instead of going out to the marsh, like Papa Diddy said, go down to the National Mall and see the uh, flags that are down there that are representing all the people that have died of COVID. Um, just go down there and reflect and, uh, you know, just let's do the right thing. Let's go get that COVID shot. When it's time to get that booster, we need to be standing in line with our sleeves rolled up. So um, go down to the National Mall and check out the white flags that are on the National Mall. It open, I believe, either today or tomorrow. But be the first one down there to check it out and just reflect on some things. You know, the last two years that we've uh, gone through this COVID situation. So that's my last word.
2: All right. Well, we wanna thank everybody for hanging out with us tonight. We hope you enjoyed the show. I know we had a good time. And uh you can check us out online at a dot com and we'll get together and do it again next Friday night. So, um uh, if there are no other announcements
3: we're uh, gonna get I on out of to... here. Oh. I just I just wanna say, um, uh, we went to uh, uh, The crew went to an affair last night And it was like off the chain uh, One of our good yeah. friends um, He's in the band And he did the Yay. damn thing So we had a great time
1: Great and, time, uh, great food Great uh, everything
3: Yeah, so if we got any new, new Listeners out there, we appreciate you Listening um, So just listen back every Friday night We'll see you then yeah. So thanks for listening Yes. yes. All right. Well,
2: that's all we've got. We'll do it again mm-hmm. next Friday. night. And good night, Papa Diddy.
1: Good night. Kettle, it was very nice about uh, going out to the uh, National Mall, seeing those flags on the oh, COVID sure. situation. My, my mother passed of uh, COVID, and uh, God rest her beautiful soul. So there's a flag out there for her. Mm-hmm.
2: There's a flag. All out right, here, man. Problem. There
1: you go. All right. All right. Say good night, Papa mm-hmm. Diddy. Good night, good night, good
2: night. All right, this is Red Wine saying good night. Kettle, say good night.
1: Good
0: night.
2: All right, we'll do it again next Friday night. Peace.
0: Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, arrivederci, sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when I
1: say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Dabiko. sana. I regret... To announce this is the end. I'm
3: going now.
4: Good night. And good luck.
3: Was it as good for you as it was for me?
0: Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.
1: Thank you for attending our show. And good night.
0: Party cool. Keep the real for you. No clothes and it i Growing No clothes i No clothes No clothes cool. Yeah.